I welcome you to Wow, You're Living the Life with Jody Lynn Smith. Today we have Vicki Weigel and Michelle Calandro. Am I, gonna, am I saying your name right? No, oh, it's a you tough know, one. You did well. You know, anybody that knows me says I cannot speak Italian, and there we go. I can't either. <laughs> Lasagna, yeah, that's, that's where it stops for me. So uh, We are so lucky to, to have these two uh, wonderful and passionate women here on our, on our show today. Uh, everybody told Vicki that she could not open and succeed with a winery in South Carolina and uh, in, in North Carolina, and, and by golly, she's done it. And, and she did it out of a passion for uh, something in her past that, that was just there and, and just tugged at her heart in just the right fashion. And Vicki, welcome. Michelle, welcome here to Hear Women Talk. Thank, thank you. For, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, great. Thank you. Uh, so I would just love for you to you know start off our, our show and, and tell us a little bit about you, Vicky, and then then Michelle, I'd like you to, to chime in and, and give us a little on your on your history. Also, I sure will. Thanks. Okay. Well, let's see. We have an hour, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is here women talking. I think we might be able to pull that off for an hour. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you uh, the, the shortened version. Uh, uh, I actually I was born and raised in, in the South, and uh, after after college I got into the corporate world and uh, ended up in Philadelphia, and then I was transferred to Atlanta and then to Houston, where I lived for about 17 years. And wow. while while I was in Houston, um, my mother uh, had returned to the farm on which she was born and raised in. Mm. Little River, South Carolina. Actually, Wampee. It's a suburb suburb of, of Little River. That's pretty funny, a suburb of Little River. <laughs> yeah. Coming from Washington, D.C. myself. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, anyway, she had returned to the farm to, to take care of her brother. And uh, when he passed away, she did not want to leave that farm. She loved that farm with all her heart and soul. And she was 86 years old, 86. Oh Gosh. And uh, I didn't want Mom staying on the farm by herself. Yeah. And uh, so I decided to join her because, of course, I wanted her to live where she wanted to live. Yeah, certainly at 86. We all want that for our moms at any age, I guess, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And she was such a wonderful, wonderful mother. Mm. So um, I kicked off my high heels and <laughs> traded my Cadillac for a truck. And I became a farmer. Well, how about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was something totally different. I don't even think I owned a pair of tennis shoes or blue jeans before I moved to South Carolina. For heaven's sakes. Now, wait, before you, you go on, I, you have to tell us just a tad more. I mean, what were you doing in Houston? And, and let us I, into I was in the hotel business. Oh, okay. um, I was with Marriott for many years, and then Western Hotels stole me away. And, and in the hotel business, I did everything from operations to sales and marketing and when I left the hotel business, I was in the uh, marketing side, and it was it was wonderful. I mean, I I love the hotel business. It was exciting. Uh, I got to do things that, as a girl from a small from a small town in the south, I I never thought I would get to do. I mean, um, I met five presidents of the United States. I had a private chat with. Prince Charles, and you know, wow. I mean, I could go on and on. It was, it was wonderful. So wonderful. you were living the life. Everywhere. I was living the life. It was uh, cocktails, uh, cocktail attire, limousines. I mean, it, it was wonderful. Wow. And 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 you said, you know, maybe no, maybe now it's time for mom. And then you came yes. back here. Is that right? That's exactly right. Wow. Well, you know, I I think that uh, in my my heart. Uh, 
the, the farm had always been a, uh, a very, very special place to me, and I think that I got that love of growing things from, from my mother. Oh, that's great. And so when I was in Houston making preparations to, to move to the North Myrtle Beach, Little River area, I was trying to decide what in the world I could do on the farm to make a living. And I was actually still in Houston when in the middle of the night I sat up in bed and I said, I know what I'll do. I'll just plant a vineyard and build a winery and be able to do everything right there on the farm with mom. I see. I, I love how you were you were thinking that because I mean, gosh, so many women and, and myself included, we just get our, our best ideas at, at the most uh, unusual places and times, and we're so sure we can do it. And and then there you made it happen. Yes, yes, I did. It was uh, it was uh, uh, very fortunate that I had that idea. Although I will tell you, when I moved to South Carolina and presented my idea to people. Uh, they quite frankly thought I was out of my mind. <laughs> well. Really? <laughs> well. Oh, Michelle has something to add to that. Uh, pl please do tell Michelle. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, of course, um, as I mentioned, well, I didn't mention, but I'd never lived on a farm in my life. Mm. And uh, quite frankly, I didn't know the first thing about growing grapes. Oh, my and gosh. That was kind of like the so. First, so first you didn't thing know anything about grapes, but you wanted to be a a, a vineyard farmer, or I mean, not a vineyard farmer, but a, a, a winemaker. A winemaker, yeah. Yes. How interesting. Well, drink. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I drank so much wine. I thought, oh my goodness, I'm sure I've learned something through osmosis. <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's great. Uh, but anyway, I, I I had the idea, and, and when I moved here, I went to the. Um, appropriate people. I went to the uh, Cooperative Extension Office, you know, they're the farming experts, and I thought, well, they can give me all of the information I need to know about how to grow grapes. Of course they would. But uh, <laughs> I, I thought they would. I thought they would. However, oh. they suggested that I plant corn or soybeans. They suggested corn or soybeans. Yes, they did. They obviously did not uh, understand your appreciation for grapes. Well, <laughs> that's right. Why? That's exactly right. And and, and I, I couldn't understand it. I really couldn't understand it because I'll tell you what gave me the idea to do that, other than the fact that I drank a lot of wine. <laughs> um, my, my grandfather went into the woods on the farm and dug up some wild grapevines, which he planted up by the house. Oh, okay. And my grandfather made wine from those wild grapes. And my uncle Gifford made wine from those same wild grapes. And do you know, some years, the wine was pretty good. <laughs> and I thought, well, if they could do that with a grapevine they dug out of the woods, certainly there should be a grape I should be able to plant in South Carolina to have a vineyard and winery. Wow, that sounds like a, a perfectly good plan to me. What, what well, happened? Well, um, after I was dissed by the Cooperative <laughs> Extension Office, I thought to myself, I thought, well, now, doggone it, this just has to be possible. Of course. And so I went about gathering information on my own about how to grow grapes. Now, imagine, this was back in 1993. Oh, my gosh. So the Internet, as we know it today, did not exist. Right. So I had to go about gathering the information the old-fashioned way, going from person to person. You know, like John would say, you know, uh, Vicki, I think Harry might have a row of grapes. Go talk to him. 
You know, so that, that is kind of funny how, you know, coming down here to, to Myrtle Beach, everyone who does come here, they sort of think of it as a resort town, and then they get out towards Little River, and, and I know you have a lot of tourists that come there, but oh, yes. you know, everyone thinks that uh, what, what we have here is such a, all the modern amenities, but really, you know, we, we don't have access to a lot of things that, that uh, without the Internet, I don't know how we would connect with each other, really. Well, isn't that the truth? Yeah. I don't know how we survived without it. Now, <laughs> information is at our fingertips. Whereas before, it was really a struggle to try to get information about anything, not only grape growing. Gosh. You know, of course, now with Hear Women Talk, we can get all kinds of information to the, the girlfriends, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, so, so back to your story. I didn't mean to, to digress so oh, much. No, tell tell no, us that, more about that's it. That's quite yeah. all right, because I can't go on myself. <laughs> but, um, uh, as, well, to make a long story short, uh, eventually one of the farmers in North Carolina introduced me to the folks at North Carolina State University. Now, NC State is the major agricultural university for the state of North Carolina. And I was delighted to, to learn that not only does NC State have a viticultural program, and of course viticulture is the study of growing grapes, but I was amazed to learn that they also have an enology department. <laughs> what is that? Enology is the study of making wine. You're kidding. They actually had that in, in North Carolina. Absolutely. And, and they're I saying it's not so a great place to grow wine, but gosh. Well, I was thrilled. Well, North Carolina uh, actually has been studying the uh, growing grapes for 50 years, 50 years in that state. And, uh, and of course, the natural progression is winemaking. Of course. Winemaking. And, uh, and, and by the way, a winemaker is an enologist. And any of you ladies out there who are wine lovers, you are enophiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see it now. An enophile group on Here Women Talk. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Sounds great. And you don't have to register. <laughs> yeah, nice. Perfect. <laughs> we just are. Oh, I love that. Wow. Uh, but I, I was so thrilled when I, I met the people at the university. Uh, and I will tell you that my entire operation would not exist today were it not for NC State. They've helped me every step along the way. I bought, they told me what books to buy. And they've offered uh, you know, to read, to learn about grape growing and, and winemaking. And uh, they've helped me every step along the way. They're just absolutely wonderful folks. You know, that's so interesting interesting because a lot of times I hear people say, uh, you know, well, th this person teaches because they don't have a lot of practical real-world experience. And it certainly sounds like that was not the case for you guys because uh, with NC State, they, they obviously knew what to do. They helped you out quite a bit. Absolutely. And they still are. Wow. They, they're wonderful folks. Wonderful. Gosh. Believe me, I've learned a lot about growing grapes, but I don't know it all. Uh -huh. So every now and then uh, we'll see something wrong with a vine. I'll go like, oh, my gosh help <laughs> and so I called the university and uh, they will uh, if they can send someone out to take a look and and uh, figure out whatever it is that's going on wow with and, the vines. and and your vineyard has has certainly uh, prospered uh, quite quite a bit uh, in, in in the years since you've you've started and, and uh, there's more of a, a story to that and I'd love to talk with you about some of those details I want to call it guts and glory of passion whatever okay. uh, when we come back from uh, our break in uh, just a few minutes thanks okay. Vicki certainly
I'm here uh, with my guest, Vicki Weigel, and uh, her store manager. I'm just going to call her Michelle. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, we in the first segment we were talking uh, a little bit about how anyone who knows me knows I can't speak uh, Italian. And uh, when I first came down here, just a, a side note here, I saw on one of the, the restaurant signs, you know, wow, you know, welcome to South. We have liver and gizzards here. And I thought, oh. And the next one I saw, Maryland fried chicken. I said, okay, I got that. The next one I saw, it said, well, we have what I thought it said, ganakis. And, of course, I know that's not the proper way to say it now, as I've been, been corrected <laughs> many times. And so sorry for butchering your name earlier, Michelle. No, no, Michelle. that's fine. Everyone does. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Uh, so we are here with uh, Vicki Weigel, and she is uh, owner of La Bellamy Winery and uh, uh, Vineyards. And she's telling us a story about uh, the life that she lived, uh, certainly uh, following her passions in corporate America, uh, from my old home state in Pennsylvania and all the way over to uh, Houston, and now uh, now she's back here down at the beach. And uh, been here for how many years, Vicki? I moved back in 1993. Wow. And, 17 uh, years. Jeez. Hard to believe. Isn't it hard to imagine how, how time does sort of uh, move by and fly? Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh. Is that like the beach mentality, or is that just life when you have uh, wine nearby? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's both. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. great. So uh, in, the, in the, the beginning, we sort of talked a little bit about why you, you came back here, and, uh, and uh, you got a lot of uh, great help from NC State, and a shout-out to all the, the college professors and, and uh, you know, the people that in, the, in the area that sort of helped you out. And uh, you know, I've had the, the good fortune to have attended your uh, tour, and it's a very, very interesting tour at La Bellamy Winery in, in, in Little Rock. Absolutely. And uh, you told an interesting story about how maybe your passion almost didn't happen. And, and I just want to sort of ask you to share that. Well, you know, I, one thing I've learned that timing is everything in life. Timing is everything. Mm. And uh, as uh, we just talked about, I, I arrived in 93. It took me until 1995 to not only gather all the information about grape growing, but to prepare everything for planting the vineyard. So I planted the vineyard in 1995 and uh, promptly lost half of my vines. And that's another story, but... Oh, uh, we got to hear that one eventually. (laughs) (laughs) But in uh, 1996, I replanted the vineyard, the the first acre that I started with. And by the way, let me tell you this. Um, When I was meeting with NC State and they were telling me everything I needed to do to prepare prepare for uh, the vineyard, uh, we were discussing how many acres of grapes to plant. Mm. And uh, I, I wanted to start with five acres of grapes. You know, I mean, I was ready just to jump into this full right. bore. Sure. And the university suggested that I start with one acre. I went, one measly <laughs> acre. So we had quite a discussion on that point, And uh, the folks from the university finally convinced me to start with one acre. And let me tell you, I'm so glad they did. Because the very first year that you plant grapevines for commercial applications, mm-hmm. you have to prune those vines every three to four days. Oh, my gosh. Days. Well, that's not exactly what I said when they told me that. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the air. So, oh, hey, uh, this is Internet radio. We can say whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> but if, if I'd started with five acres, I would have been dead in the middle of the oh field. Gosh. This project never would have gotten off the ground. But, uh, Shout, gosh. but anyway, back to 1996, I replanted uh, the first acre that I planted. And since by then, I'd found every single muscle I'd lost behind the desk in Houston. <laughs> I planted an, another acre. And everything was going so well that year. The vines were thriving, and no vines were dying. 
mm. when Hurricane Bertha arrived in the month of June. Wow, now that's one of the girlfriends we don't really like to no, visit No, we, we don't like Bertha, mm -mm. and uh, Bertha just made a mess of the vineyard, and oh. uh, did, didn't kill the vines, just maimed them, and so I was having to cut them back below where they were broken so they could start over again, and and I was doing that, and I was cleaning up all the mess that Hurricane Bertha had made, and do you know I had not finished doing that when Hurricane Fran arrived? Fran, oh God. Much worse. Yes. Category three. I remember that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. So mm. uh, um, my vines were even shorter after Hurricane Fran, but uh, I got what was left of the vines back up on the, so, the trellising and so you and had what, you had what uh, two acres uh, before two acres. The, the the hurricanes and and then what happened afterwards Did you well the vines were very short <laughs> oh, not, <laughs> very a lot of, short. not a lot of grapes on those huh? not a lot of grapes no no oh. harvest that year but mm. but I, I was able to uh, salvage uh, well actually I salvaged all the vines so some were longer or taller than the others but mm. uh, uh, anyway I got Got the little vines back up on the trellising, and so 1997 rolled around, and and we did we did not have a hurricane. Oh, and I managed a small harvest. Wow! So I, all the all your passion was sort of coming true, and you you, you weathered the storm. I hate to say that 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 sort well, of you know cliche, but but that's really what happened. Of, and oh, sort, sort of. of. Oh. Well, I well, I had enough grapes to make 60. That's six zero 60 bottles. <laughs> bottles of wine. I, I was very proud of those sixty bottles. Well, gosh, who wouldn't be? Come and, on. And uh, and and I was sh and, and actually the wine came out very good. Far mm. exceeded my expectations. <laughs> I didn't have to pour it out. Nice. And uh, I was sharing the wine with some friends one evening, and they liked it a lot too. Mm. So I told them, I said, "Well, please take some wine home with you." They said, "Vicky, we cannot do that. You have had such a rough time." We cannot take any wine home with us unless we pay you for it. <laughs> Just figure out how much it costs you to make a bottle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were real city slickers. They didn't oh, have yeah. a clue. But, but they were so insistent that I, I, I did figure it out for them. Sure. I, I rushed it out. You know. yeah, sure. But being fairly conservative, it still came out to be $2,413 a bottle. Wow. <laughs> so it must have been some very good wine. Well, I don't know if it was that good. Because <laughs> they passed. They decided to wait until the production <laughs> increased and the price per bottle came down. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, but wow. uh, 98, I'll just run through this. We had two more hurricanes in August, which is the month before we harvest. Mm. So I didn't have much left to do much of anything with that oh. year. 1999 rolled around, and I really thought 99 was going to be my year because the vineyards had recuperated so beautifully. Not only did they look beautiful, they were laden with grapes, more grapes than I'd ever had before. Wow. And I was one week away from harvest in September of 1999 when Hurricane Floyd arrived. <gasps> Now, were you here for Hurricane Floyd? I, I was not. I think my sister uh, has been here for about, what, 10 years. So 10 years. I, she was here for that, I think. Well, Hurricane Floyd, if you recall, decided to vacation in Myrtle Beach. And the hurricane stalled right on top of us for over two days and dumped over 24 inches of rain. Oh, my 
Gosh. You know, we, I was living in Maryland at that time. And, and, oh, and yes. Maryland we, we nearly did, floated did, into yeah, the Atlantic. Just about. It washed away a lot of, lot of docks and, and, and boats. And, and people were out there, you know, doing whatever they could to hold on to their passion, you know, their hole in the water, also known as their boat. <laughs> 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 but you, so you sort of had that, uh, that here. Were you rushing out in your raincoat trying to get any grapes? I mean, what was happening it, here? It's the one thing. Well, I, I, I guess grapes are like any fruit. Uh, well, except... Well, you can pick a tomato green and put it on your windowsill and it will ripen. Mm. You do that with grapes, nothing happens. So you cannot harvest the grapes early. And, um, of course, what we're looking for is sugar content in, in grapes. And uh, when there's no sugar content, there's not much you can do with them. So um, I couldn't harvest the grapes early. There was nothing I could do except watch uh, them fall to the ground. All of the trellising floated out of the ground. And... I, I lost that harvest. Oh my gosh! It was it was must a mess. have been horrible. How, how did you how did you pick yourself up after that uh, 1999 terrible hurricane and, and that loss? This was not your first one. Obviously, we talked about that. How did right. you How did you keep going? Well, you know that wine I made in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that helped a lot. <laughs> like that. There we go. That, that helped a lot. But, uh, so that's uh, why we don't have any of those 60 bottles left, right? That's exactly right. Oh, I got exactly you. right. Yeah, well, the hurricane stayed for two days. Oh, I mean, my gosh. I didn't take any time to finish that line <laughs> off. <laughs> but, uh, oh, wow. uh, it was, uh, well, I, w I was uh, actually discussing the situation with my mother. And, you know, I said, Mom, you know, this is not exactly going as I planned. Now, of course, of course, when you start any new venture or adventure, you put together a financial plan. Of course you do. And I had done that, <laughs> but I had failed to include five hurricanes sure. in the financial plan. Wow. As you can imagine, I needed some cash coming in desperately. I Absolutely. was scraping the bottom of the barrel financially, mm. but I didn't have any wine made with my grapes to open the shop. Mm. So this is what I decided to do. Now, remember, ladies, we must always be flexible. <laughs> this was plan B. The Bellamy's were from France. Mm -hmm. They were French Huguenots, and that's where we got our history of winemaking in our family. We know exactly where they're from, right below Provence, right down by the Mediterranean. So I decided that I was going to go to France and find some Bellamy vineyards and wineries and I was going to claim them as relatives. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, uh, you get my well, drift. I, I, do I didn't have any wine similar. made with my grapes, right. but I could say it was my cousin's wine. Of course you could, yes. Yeah. I, this, this is a time when you're, you're really happy to have family close yes. by or across the water. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I got to claim them. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't I the can other see, way so what did you do, like show up on their doorstep, you know, buy a one-way ticket over there, what do I well, do? Well, um, it, it's uh, kind of a, a small world. Uh, as it so happened, I had a friend who was living not 20 miles away from the Bellamy's. Oh, my gosh. And he was a Frenchman, so he could translate for me. Wonderful. Yes. So this is all part of your wow. You're living a life from before. You connect with your friends exactly. and stay in touch. Because I had that. met this Frenchman in Houston, mm. of all places. I mean, not of all places, but I mean, he, mm. that he ended up in, of all places, 20 miles from the Bellamy's. And uh, 
So I stayed with him. He did all the translating. The Bellamy's were absolutely wonderful. They bottled their wine under my La Bellamy Vineyard label, and I shipped an entire container of that wine to Charleston, South Carolina, and I opened La Bellamy Vineyard January 2000 with my French cousin's wine. <laughs> oh, fabulous. So, see, this is the thing I, I, I just was so enamored with when, when I came and, and, and saw you at, at, at Cherry La Bellamy Wineries. This woman has tenacity, and, and she doesn't give up at all, ever. And I love how you made that happen. Well, nothing good ever comes easy. I mean, I know we've heard that over and over and over in our lives, but it, it's true. There's no such thing as an overnight success. That's right. Yeah. You know, the overnight success that took almost two decades. That's, 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 that's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, that, that is about, that's what, what, what it is about living the life, it is actually taking time to experience joy and, 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 and find it, even if you have to go to France for it. What the heck? That, that's right. <laughs> oh, and I cannot say enough good things about the French Bellamy's. They were wonderful. Mm. And can they cook? Wow. So that sounds like a, a terrific invitation to uh, maybe our next segment. And we're going to be back shortly. Uh, we're just going to take a, a quick break. And uh, love to have everybody call in here on uh, Hear Women Talk. Also encourage you, if you go to uh, the website on hearwomantalk.com, there's a chat feature, and you can send your comments in and, and uh, ask for some uh, great uh, inspiration from either Vicki or Michelle. Thanks. We'll be back soon. You're listening to Wow, You're Living the Life with me, Jody Lynn Smith, and my guest today, Vicki Weigel, and uh, her store manager, Michelle, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, you know, you try too hard at something, and, uh, and, and then it's hard to, uh, you know, get it right even when you know how to. Uh, Michelle say. works. Michelle's good, you know, and, and you do work, for, for gosh sakes. You, you run the, the store at La Bellamy Winery, and, and uh, uh, you've I been try. there for... Yeah. You've been there for what? Uh, quite eight a long years. time. Eight years. Eight years. Oh, good gracious! How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen years on my right, eight years on my left, and Fonda on the phone. I mean, you know, we've got people everywhere. We've got you know different amounts of time that we just don't know how it happens. Uh, hey, Fonda, you're there. I'd love to hear your question for Vicky or Michelle. I am. I am. Thank you, ladies, Jerry, Lynn, Vicky, Michelle. Um, just a quick question. You you mentioned earlier um, about festivals. Is there is there a website or somewhere that we can can find out you know long term in advance um, when the festivals are happening, what they are, um, are pets welcome? Well, specifically dogs. Um, just just you know that was uh, just a simple question. And if you answered it already, I apologize. Oh no, we sure we sure haven't got um, tapped into that. But you bring up a a really good point because you know. The La Bellamy Winery is uh, a really interesting place. She's combined entertainment and uh, and business in one uh, nifty little package, if you will. And, and uh, you know, uh, Vicki, would you like to share some thoughts on that? Sure, uh, of course. And also to answer her question uh, mm. about a website, yes, we do have a website. It is uh, very easy, labellamy.com. And uh, if you're not sure the spelling, it doesn't matter. If you get anything close to that, we're probably going to pop up because we do get a lot of hits <laughs> on our, our website. But, again, it's labelleami.com. 
And uh, on, on our website, you'll find out a little bit about us and certainly uh, all of our festival events. We plan our festivals about a year in advance. So we'll have all the dates for the remainder of this year and the beginning of next year. Uh, on the on the site, and um, and also you were asking about pets. Uh, when we first opened, we did allow pets, but unfortunately, um, due to our some situations and our insurance company, we're no longer uh, uh, able to allow pets uh, at the vineyard or other people's pets. I, sh I should say at the vineyard. So uh, we, we're real animal lovers, and we hated to do that, but. Uh, Unfortunately, we had to. Wow, well, that's the the business side of it does get in the way every now and then. Yes, it does. It Golly does, and that kind of broke our heart. But. Wow. But I, I guess you sort of like the insurance company a little bit, given where they were and where you were at the uh, uh, hurricanes, maybe. Oh, oh that well, yes, yes, exactly. Sometimes our friends. Exactly. You know, that kind yes, exactly. Wow. Fonda, thank you for your question. Um, uh, Vicki or Michelle, do you have any events coming up, either at the store or, or the winery, that, that you want to uh, talk about or let people know that they can come to? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, we have a festival planned for this Saturday. Oh. And uh, we've got two wonderful, wonderful uh, groups of entertainers. We've got Tom and Michelle of Latitude that are really, really well known in the area. And uh, also Jan Vaughn, Big Bam Boom. Mm. And uh, this is our first blush of, of summer festival. All of our festivals are on Saturdays, and they always start at 12 noon and go until five o'clock. Mm. Um, there is an admission to the festivals and it is eight dollars per person for anyone between the ages of 18 and 80. Now if you're younger than 18 or over 80, there's no charge. Oh. No charge. Free for the, for the Octarians. Is that how that, you can That's yeah, exactly that's right. We figure if they're 80 or older and they want to come out and drink wine, they should not be charged. I mean, I'm going, well, hallelujah, you know, yeah, 80 really. years old and still drinking. And it's yeah. amazing how many Octarians we get at the vineyard. Wow. I mean, they're still kicking so, and dancing. Is that, a, is that a shout out to your, your mom or, or, or what? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. her own special girlfriend club, you know. That, right. We, we actually do have, uh, believe it or not, we have a, a lot of different social networking type groups on, on Hear Women uh, Talk. And, and the whole idea is to bring people together in, in great girlfriend outings. It sounds like the... And the, the vineyard is perfect. Oh, perfect for that first all of all ages i just love that all all ages yeah. uh we, while we were off the air we were talking about the red hat ladies yes yes and uh the red hat hat ladies come out the different groups of red hat ladies and uh, they dress up our vineyard with their you know <laughs> the red hats and their purple and uh and just girlfriends girlfriends nice. because it's a daytime event you're in a beautiful setting it's safe it's beautiful wonderful music and you know, just a great place to sit around with your girlfriends and talk and have fun and and uh, and, and and you know, especially for the ladies, although the men really like them a lot too. <laughs> when the weather's hot like this, uh, we have our wonderful frozen wine drinks that the ladies just love. Oh, absolutely! We have wineritas, pinot coladas, and mm. all kinds of fabulous drinks. You know, I did have the pleasure of partaking in a, a few of those uh, specialties. Uh, you know, you're talking about girlfriends. It's a wonderful place for girls to get together, and, and, I, and I do think that certainly the guys probably like it too. I, a few people that uh, maybe are regular listeners on the show know that um, I fell uh, madly in love a few months ago, and guess what? They didn't know our first date was at your winery. 
No. <laughs> yes. It was so funny, you know, just partake, I'll, I'll, I'll embarrass him if he's listening now and tell him. But, you know, it was just your basic eHarmony uh, connect, whatever, this big funny story there. But uh, first date, you know, and I was like, I decided to invite 14 of my girlfriends, and, and we met there. So talking about a safe place, and it was your Parrot Head uh, Wine Festival, and I thought, what in the heck is a Parrot Head and Wine Festival? It's got to be a, a cool place. And, and it was. It was a great, great time. And we were dancing and having a great old time. And it was just, you know, just just amazing. The so you're still dating? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. La was responsible. Exactly. It was either that or the Twisted Sister wine we got. I'm not sure what. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what. It was a, that Twisted it is a Sister place. wine yeah. really works. It apparently really works. does. So. And let me tell you. Mm. I cannot tell you how many wedding proposals we have had at the vineyard. Good gracious. Oh, yes. It, either in front of the tasting bar or actually on stage at one of our events. Oh I mean, gosh. we've had multiple proposals at the really? vineyard. So, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, too soon for that one. <laughs> but, hey, shout out to all, all, all the ladies out there that are looking for that right now. La Bellamy's the place to be. <laughs> One thing I love about the festivals in the vineyard, too, even especially if you're new to the area and don't maybe have a girlfriend or two, yeah. come out by yourself. Everyone makes friends there. We have a great group of folks, and we've had people that have been there, met for the first time, gone out to dinner that evening, kept up a relationship somehow. Isn't so it's a amazing? wonderful, wonderful place to meet people. Wow. You know, that that's so so important. And, and, and I know a lot of people do come to Myrtle Beach or Little River, Sunset Beach, Calabash, all that, from, from all kinds of places. And uh, and that's true. You know, we, we start over down here for different reasons, and but we don't connect as, as quickly as we thought we might. And, and I just love that welcoming sort of atmosphere that's there at La Bellamy Winery. So that's great. You know, and I think there was an interesting uh, uh, story at, at, at your store not, not too long ago. I, I think had something to do with Vicky's mom uh, pouring a little extra for the, the girls that were coming by themselves to the store, maybe, and maybe some of the guys. I don't know. Who, who oh, wants yes. to tune on that yes. story? Well, my, my mother was a true Southern lady. She was one of those types that uh, it, it didn't matter if she knew you or not. If you went to her house, she would not be in the door good before she was feeding you. You know, always right. had always uh, the always had the homemade cakes and the homemade pies. That, and whatever. That's sort of that southern hospitality. Southern right? hospitality. Sure. So when I after I opened the shop, m mom just loved talking to our customers, and mom would come to the shop to talk to our customers. And mom was not really familiar with wine tastings, but I would be conducting a wine tasting, and mom would come out to talk to the customers and she would see me pouring little bits of wine for people and she'd say why Vicki didn't I teach you any better than that <laughs> <laughs> pour those people some more wine well you did mom didn't know it cost twenty four hundred dollars a bottle <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. you, were, you were being very <laughs> hospitable <laughs> so I, I would take her aside or take her in the office and I would explain to her mom it's a wine tasting and I go into a little detail and she go okay I understand and then mom would go up to the house and take a, I have some lunch and take a little rest and come back out later on that same afternoon and I'd be conducting another wine tasting. Mom would come out to talk to the customers. Now remember, this was when I first opened, so I didn't have a lot of help. I was doing double duty. 
So I would be called away to the cash register, and I'd leave Mom at the tasting bar to entertain the clients. <laughs> and Mom's how old at this point, and why she's entertaining? Uh, she was in her 90s. Wow, okay. In her 90s. And when I would go back to that bar, every single glass on that bar was full to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, our customers miss their mom a lot. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, the wow. mom was a wonderful lady, and she did pass away in 2002. She was 95 and a half. Wow. So she, you know, I, I'm so sorry that, that you lost your mom. I know our moms are such an important part of, oh, yes. of our life. And, yes, and all they that. are. And it sounds like uh, your, your, your passion to continue with uh, the vineyard and all is sort of a, a shout out to mom. And, and Well, it is. It is. You know. Mom loved that farm so much. And wow. our, her spirit is still there. Wow. That's so great, you know, yeah. and and I just every every time you have one of those wine tasting and the the, the glass is just a little bit full, uh, what is that your 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 way of looking at the glass uh, uh, half full, full instead of half <laughs> empty? <laughs> I got that from my mom. Eternal optimism. Ah, uh, you know that 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 is really important when when you are trying to live that life and follow your passions. There, there's so many chances for for setbacks and and uh, you know girlfriends and and, and moms and, and and people of all different ages just sort of connecting and That's sort of right. helps you get going that kind of thing i love that and so so now gosh now fast forward we're, we're we're talking eight years later pretty much is where we are today and and i know michelle said she's been uh, a part of the team for uh, eight years uh, you, you want to chime in and tell us you know do you and vicky go way back and you just joined her eight years ago or um, what happened there no actually uh well when we have our festivals we have a really small staff so when we when we have festivals, we have to depend on volunteers, mm. and we have wonderful, wonderful folks who come out and help us out at the festival events, and they go home with a little bit of wine. Nice. So when I when actually my mom and I found the vineyard, fell in love with it, so we decided we were going to volunteer for some festivals. What a great mom and, and daughter sort of connection. We're yeah, and actually my mom works part time yeah. at the vineyard with us. Hey, mom. Um, <laughs> So the first festival that we helped out at, Vicki told me we were going to work, I think, from 11 to 2, maybe. Hottest day I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> and, and I'm from upstate New York where it stays chilly even in the summertime sometimes. Well, yeah, sure. So we worked and we worked and we worked and we were supposed to go home and I don't know. Nobody ever came to relieve us. <laughs> we just worked and worked and worked. We had a good time. We were soaking wet, but it was a that's, lot of fun. That's great. And we continued to volunteer. Um, well, until we didn't show up for a while at the shop, and she thought she overworked us. And maybe <laughs> I, I was nervous. Upset. She was nervous. She was I just was getting ready upset. to call me. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I just had some other things going on. But then the opportunity came up. We were talking one time, and uh, Vicki asked if perhaps I might like to come on board as an employee. Well, for one thing, I told myself I'm never working retail. I had never done that in my life. Mm. I was never going to work retail. Wow. Have to work Saturdays. Yes, that's the best I don't time work for Saturdays. Oh, Saturdays I mean, supposed oh, to be a day. No, oh, sure. I don't work Saturdays. <laughs> and her story. I said, well, they can't even afford to pay me minimum wage. I can't go to work for her. I can't do this. So, you know, I thank them very much for the opportunity. Right, they didn't think it was going to work. But yeah. uh, the position I had at the time was getting a little stressful. It was way down in Myrtle Beach. I was traveling mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. and So I thought, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. And I thought, I don't know if I can do this. 
But I went in one day to do my shop, and I think I was there every few days to <laughs> shop. And I, I thought she was going to end up being a bag lady anyway, yeah. so I thought I had to spend money there so she could keep going and do what is she it, wanted to is do. Is that what happens with, uh, with girlfriends anyways? Well, you know, exactly, we shop, so here you exactly. guys, you're, you're building a relationship at the same time. At yeah. the winery of all places, yeah. Even course. if I didn't need something, no. I'd buy it, well, you sure. know. <laughs> but well, you, you had to fund your future salary. I did, I did, <laughs> exactly. But that day, I decided to do, well, I was going to taste a couple wines, well, a couple turned into another couple, <laughs> another couple, another couple. And I'd not eaten anything yet. That oh, that's day. so funny. Well, by the end of the day, I was hired. I don't know how it happened. They had to call me and remind me that I was supposed to show up for work Monday. I had no clue. So, but oh, I'll tell great. you, I've been there. I love it. Um, mm. Love Vicki. Uh, mm. She's the best. We. I always say we are sisters by choice, not blood. That's but right. sometimes that is the best you know, kind, I, and, and that that is the whole the whole girlfriend mentality. Exactly. You know? And I just I just love how that story came together, and, and from volunteer and, and from bonding, and now look at where you are, and and you're both in the studio today, and, and, and of course we're so happy to have you, and you're wearing the Twisted Sister shirt, which I know is the the brand uh, that that you one of the brands at least uh, for sure that you bottle under. Uh, we are getting ready to take a break, and when we come back, we're maybe talk about some great Fourth of July uh, type uh, um, pairings of Twisted Sister wine with your your picnic, and and maybe jazz it up just a tad. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Jody Lindsmith Show. Wow, you're living the life. <laughs> Welcome back to our last segment of, of our show today. You know, we're so uh, happy and blessed to uh, be joined by the uh, owner of uh, La Bellamy uh, Vineyard and uh, her, her store manager, Michelle. And, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit on the break on how the girlfriends connected, and certainly uh, Michelle started at uh, La Bellamy with, with her mom and uh, then branched off in, into a, a whole friendship slash in, in employment uh, arrangement, and, and uh, the two twisted sisters are sitting here, <laughs> sisters by choice <laughs> and now. And work on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, and you're doing a very good job. Wow. Okay. So, so do we ever get a day off at La Bellamy? How does that work? Yes. Oh, that's yes. good. So your weekend's just a, just a tad different. It, it is. Wow. It is. But you, you make it work, and, and I think that's that's what it's about when you follow your passions and and, uh, and drink wine, whatever. <laughs> wine always helps. Yeah. Everything. I, I love the I love the name Twisted Sister, and, and I think I I, I may have. Uh, purchased a, s some wine that said high maintenance woman. I mean, that's not me, right? I'm, I'm all peace, love, and happiness chick, but I just thought that was kind of funny. And, and uh, you know, I guess we have some of those that are members <laughs> on Hear Women Talk. There might even be a group for high maintenance women. I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think, uh, we, what could we do for our listeners at uh, Hear Women Talk to kind of acknowledge them? You know, we've got that Red Hat Society. Everyone knows uh, that they're there. I mean, how about the Hear Women Talk uh, members could could they come to your your winery and and uh, and be acknowledged in some fashion without a hat? <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yes. How what, what what could we do for them? What do you think? Well, Michelle. <laughs> well, we welcome all twisted sisters. Oh, we oh, want a oh, large family. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
kind of new, and I, and I truthfully, and I don't mean to ignore the question, but it's something that I really want to think about because I do want to do something special. I, I agree. Yeah, um, and since the subject was just broached today, I yeah. have to put my thinking cap on with a glass of wine, which yeah. I don't have here. Oh, you know, and, my, uh, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we should have brought our own. <laughs> I got some on my uh, counter at home. <laughs> but I think Vicki and I kind of want to do a little brainstorming on that Absolutely. and come up with something that would be fun and special Oh, you know what? for I think, your listeners. I think I think that is really cool. And, you know, I, I did notice that, that you joined uh, and, and became a member of Hear Women Talk, uh, I did. Michelle. So, I did. So, gosh, I mean, I wonder if some of our, our listeners could could uh, you know tap into your profile, send you a message, maybe even chat with you, and even give you some ideas what what they might like. Oh, sure, that yeah, would be wonderful. Right. We yeah. always always welcome ideas. Wow. You do so many nifty and and, uh, and and super cool kind of musical events, and certainly the wine tasting and and uh, gosh. You know, uh, we, we, we talk a lot about uh, um, the stories that are behind, uh, you know, the, the girlfriend connections and, and, uh, and, and on both ends and, and just how the passion happens. So, gosh, I, I just think that the Hear Woman Talk might, might just be an, a nifty idea to, to sort of get things going. I think so. I it think sounds great. I too. Yeah, I'm wow. excited. How great. Thank you so much. So anybody that uh, would, would like to call in, if you've got an idea right off the top of your head, you know, you can chime in at 646-652-2071 on WOW, You're Living the Life, and or uh, touch base with Michelle on Hear Women Talk. That'd be great. Okay, so we have just, uh, you know, a, a few minutes left in, in our show, and, and I know, you know, 4th of July is right around the corner, you know, talking about time is zoom, zooming by, you know. Uh, which one of your wines do you think would be great uh, for, for a nice picnic? Well, actually, I was. If, if you would like wine, mm-hmm. uh, I would highly recommend a Chardonnay. We have a fabulous Chardonnay called Classy Lady. All right, love it. And and the reason I'm suggesting a Chardonnay Fourth of July is usually hot, right? Hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, red wines can tend to make you a little hotter. So a nice yes. chilled wine. Has but. You know, actually, what I think folks should do is come by La Bellamy Vineyard. We have some frozen wine drinks that are fabulous for picnics. They're already in uh, in a package. We can say what they are because we're on internet. That, yes. That's right. Well, yeah. yeah, and we've got the the Hurricane. Oh yes, oh, we have nice. those too. And Sangria, Peach Bellini, and Peach Bellini. Mm-hmm. They, all you do is pour wine and a little bit of water in this bag, mm. shake it up, put it in your freezer, and then when you're leaving for your picnic, just stick it in your cooler, and you are good to go. It is refreshing. It is icy, oh. and it is wonderful. Wow, what a, what a terrific idea. And, and so uh, there's wine as part of the ingredients already in That's it. right. You just stick in your freezer the night before and mm. you know like said then into your it's a celebration waiting to happen ladies okay, right. okay how do we get and there, there okay. no pictures no <laughs> bottles you know just yeah they're great. If you can't wait for it to freeze, pour it over ice. That, that, that's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Jeez, uh, you offered that idea awfully fast, Michelle. <laughs> is this one of those things? Don't ask me how I know that. Huh? <laughs> I work for her all day long. I can't wait for anything to freeze at the end of the day. It goes oh, over the ice. <laughs> sure, that's what it's about. I understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, women talk, you know. I know they do. 
This is great. <laughs> you know, I love that idea. And, and you're just a hop, skip, and a, and a jump from our studio. And, and I, I wonder if, is this something that uh, people can actually order from you? And, and can you yes. ship it? Or how does yeah, that work? Absolutely, because there's no alcohol in the package yet. Uh, nice. Just all of the ingredients are in this wonderful package. And uh, all you do is pour the wine and water into that same package. I mean, it's mm. all self-contained. You don't have to go out and buy a pitcher. You know, it's just wonderful. And, wow. yes, since there's no alcohol in it, we can ship it. And we nice. can, but there is one, one of the, as we said, we have the peach bellini, the sangria, and the hurricane. The hurricane we I thought I was going to lose my job over that one. <laughs> oh, do tell. The, the hur- well, because on the package it says to add rum. Uh-huh. And of course we don't sell rum, but right. we found out that our bless her heart, bless her heart, mm. wine is perfect in the hurricane. Wow. Perfect. So just sip up to La Bellamy Vineyard, get a package of the hurricane, bless her heart. And you've got the yeah. best thing there. You know yeah, it does. It's refreshing. It is so good. I cannot tell you when people try them, they fly out of the door. Wow. Or they think they fly after they try them. <laughs> they can't fly. There we go. <laughs> wow. So, so they can order the drink mix from you, and, but they, they need to come to the winery uh, either, either in Little River or I believe you have another location to actually get uh, this great Bless Your Heart wine just because of the, the whole rules of shipping. Is that, is that how it is with, that, with wine? Uh, I don't really know about that. Mm. It's complicated. It's very complicated, yes. Yeah. But, uh, yes, we do have another location. It's actually the winery, mm. Lake Bellum winery right outside of Elizabethtown, North Carolina. Hmm. I opened the winery two years ago. It only took me 16 years. <laughs> so I'm telling you ladies, never give up if you think you have a good idea. Wow. But um, that's when I opened the winery. That's actually our production facility. And um, as you may be aware, tobacco is no longer a viable cash crop for many southern farmers. So in Bladen County, North Carolina, I have 10 former tobacco farmers who planted over 100 acres of grapes for me. Mm. And they're all in production now. And last year, the farmers brought 105 tons of grapes to the winery. 105 tons? Tons. Tons of grapes. Going, yeah, going back to the beginning of the show, when we started with one, one acre, acre. One and, acre. And, and what, five <laughs> hurricanes, and, 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 60 <laughs> bottles, and, and now one and a, uh, what, 105 tons? 105 tons. We bottled 4,000 cases of wine from that. Wow. Yeah. Y- y- there's yeah. no doubt about it. You are you are absolutely living the life. And, and you know, what, what I'm so enamored with certainly is that, that you're creating great experiences for people and, and you're following a passion that, that certainly started with giving back to a, a memory with your mom and all of that. And, and now you're giving back to the farmers and, and you're giving them another way to sort of revitalize uh, the economy. And, and uh, you know, ladies, that's just what it's all about. You know, living the life, it's not about living for ourselves. It's, it's about following that passion and, and just a amazing how many lives one can touch when, when we do that. It is amazing. Wow. And, and by the way, the farmers was plan L. <laughs> 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 oh, I think I'm on plan L myself, actually. <laughs> uh, since moving down here, I'll tell you what, uh, the girlfriends have, have re- and the family have really uh, welcomed me to the, the, the Myrtle Beach area, for sure. And, and uh, folks, just one little quick shout-out here. The HearWomenTalk.com uh, is something uh, that you can start in any city in, in, in the country and, and uh, 
and uh, you know I certainly encourage you to, to reach out and, and meet all the passionate women and, and, and uh, form a group and and, and you know find a, a way to, to keep on with your passion and, and give back uh, uh, Vicky's and, and Michelle are certainly living a, a valuable life and and I'm so happy that we had a chance to have them them join us here and just to close one of my uh, favorite uh, you know Bible verses I just sort of popped out uh, you know thing just talks to me when I open up the book right and it said we're going to give the, the vineyard back to her just by trusting God and and I, I think maybe that little of that happened around here so uh, shout out to all the listeners and uh, you know wow you're living the life this is the Jody Lynn Smith show and I thank you so much for joining us on hear women talk on the Zeus radio network